What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Styles Files. As always, I am your host, Alan Styles, and thank you for listening to me on a wonderful Friday. Sorry I couldn't get a show in last week. It's been busy around here. Uh, spring training for Major League Baseball has started. Obviously, I'll get into that. Had some phone issues. My phone broke. I had to get a new one. You know, I'm a conspiracy theorist, so I'm going to talk about what I think happened there. I'm going to talk about the crazy deals that went down with Manny Machado and Bryce Harper. Going to do a little overrated, underrated, and properly rated. It's been a while since we did that. Got to talk about the Oscars a little bit. And I got something that's really grinding my gears, man. Um, you know, as always, I have to let everyone know how I feel. Oh, and of course, it's time to talk about the Warriors a little bit. couple losses. Haven't been doing great since the All-Star break. Looks like they're still on break. So we're going to talk about the drama that I think is starting to brew up there. And I don't think the timing is going to be ideal. But first... Man, I had to get a new phone, and I got to tell you this story. So basically, you know, I'm big into conspiracies, things of that nature, and this just has it written all over, right? So, you know, I was rocking an iPhone 6 for a long time. 6666, can't do that anymore. Um, my girlfriend was as well. And, you know, they give the typical problems, you know, um, they're slow, right? Sometimes it would freeze, but it always come back home. It would always come back home until last weekend. So last weekend, you know, my girlfriend says, you know, I've had enough. Uh, you know, it's time for us to level up. Or it's time for me to level up. I'm going to get a new phone. She gets a new phone on that Saturday. I'm like, cool. I'm cheap. I'm going to hold on to my phone that I currently have. You know, my six, it is what it is. I'm just not there yet. I'm probably a couple months away, but I want to wait it out. I think Apple had different plans because I wake up on Monday morning. So Sunday was fine. I wake up on Monday morning and, um, you know, I go to open some apps. Apps aren't opening. I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird, you know, and didn't drop my phone, didn't do anything. Just a normal day. It's kind of weird. I say, you know what? I'm going to turn off my phone and just reset it. You know, that's the thing with the iPhone 6 is it's like the good old days. Like, let me just reset it. Let me blow into it and, you know, get it to charge again. Things like that. So I turn it off. I turn it back on. And uh, you know that white screen that it goes to when it's just the Apple in black? Yeah, it just sat there. It just sat there for about five, ten minutes. I'm like, okay, um, let me just turn it off again. Hold the middle button, which I don't even have anymore on my new phone. Turn it off, turn it back on. I'm like, I'm going to leave it for a longer period of time this time. Left it for about 10, 15 minutes, and it's just staying on that white screen. A um, couple more attempts later, it became very clear that my phone is done and I need a new phone. And my thing is this. You know, I go in Monday morning and I go into the AT&T store. It's fine. You know, I, I get the new phone. It's all, it's all fine and good. But my thing is this. What are the chances that my phone just craps out two days after my girlfriend gets a new phone? Is it beyond the realm of possibility that Apple knows the locations on our phones, which they do, sees one iPhone 6 go dark and a new iPhone activated, 
at the same location where the old iPhone 6 was, and it's still next to this other iPhone 6 because they've been in the same location for a couple years now. You're telling me it's not possible that Apple says, you know what, just make that iPhone 6, just, just slow it down a little bit. And my phone was pretty close already. So it just got fried. Are you telling me that's impossible? Now, I have a friend that I play basketball with that works within Apple, you know, something to that effect. He says I'm crazy. He says I'm crazy. Apple would never do that. I, I should have updated my phone, things like that. Really? Really? Is it crazy when Apple has already admitted to slowing down phones when new updates come out? Is it really crazy? They have our locations. I'm not saying that, you know, they pushed the button and just killed my iPhone 6. But is it crazy to think that they just tried to slow it down just a little bit more and it just happened to take it over the edge? I don't think that's crazy. Personally, I might sound crazy. I might have to change the genres of my podcast to conspiracy. But I don't think it sounds crazy. And I wouldn't be surprised in a couple years if it comes out. And I'll be laughing at everybody who is currently laughing at me, even you listening to this right now. If you think I'm crazy, just wait a couple years. I'll show you crazy because it ain't me. Could be me. But I, even if it isn't true, is it that crazy to think that they would do something like that? Right? Now, people are like, come on, Alan. They're not sitting there pushing a button. Everything is automated. They don't have to. They, if this is Apple. They created these things. Look at your phone. They created that. They, you think they can't control when it turns on and off? They had the, the sketch thing about the screen recording, how the screen recording didn't shut off, right? Is it really that crazy? Okay, had to get that off my chest. Be sure, if you do think I'm crazy, tweet me at the underscore styles files, or you can hit me up on Instagram as well. It's the same handle, the underscore styles files. Going to get into the Oscars a little bit later, but I will say Oscars was good for me because I had a tweet, you know, go somewhat viral. I took a video when Lady Gaga looked at Bradley Cooper uh, towards the end of their performance, and I said, when he says, do you want Chipotle? Chipotle actually retweeted it, so it was a hashtag tiny victory for me. I'm going to give myself a pat on the back for that. Now, let's switch gears. It's time to get into some Major League Baseball. So spring training, it is what it is, right? It's great. Great weather for the most part. It hasn't started. Uh, great weather hasn't started uh, this season, but it will get better, obviously. That's why they play where they play. Um, so that is what it is. I want to get into these deals, right? Bryce Harper, 13 years, $330 million. God dang. To the Philadelphia Phillies. Shout out to the Phillies. Happy for him. But that's a little absurd, right? Like, 13 years is a long time. I don't want to get into the money too much because, you know, you see all these crazy breakdowns. And sure, they're kind of funny and whatever to think about. But, hey, these guys make a lot of money. Uh, it is what it is. But this is crazy, right? Bryce Harper will make $44,000 per at-bat for the next 13 years based on the amount of at-bats he's had in his career which is $3,000 more than the annual income 
in Philadelphia. That's wild, man. That is wild. Like, to think, 13 years, and I know baseball's different, A, because people don't care as much about it as NFL and NBA for the most part. If you don't bring a championship home, that's got to be a complete failure. I mean, a complete failure. It's unreal. Really, you should have more than one, but baseball is that tough. I'm only going to say, sure, get one. Because if you don't get one, that is unbelievable. Think about it. 13 years, that's more than half the amount of time Zion Williamson has been alive. More than half the time. When Bryce Harper's deal is over, 52 million babies will have entered the U.S. Four million babies were born in the U.S. in 2018. If that continues... When Bryce's deal is over, 52 million babies would have been born in the U.S. LeBron James Jr., known as Bronny, will be 27 years old and in the prime of his career. And dare I say, it's possible that out of those 52 million babies born, LeBron James III may have entered the world and be walking among us. It's crazy. Michael B. Jordan, sorry ladies, Michael B. Jordan will be 45 years old. He'll be a nice silver fox. I hope you like the grays, ladies. He's going to be 45. He's going to be so old, his baby from Creed Two will be preparing for their first amateur fight. That's how old. And speaking of Michael B. Jordan, in 13 years, the Avengers movie saga may be actually over. It may be actually over. Or by that time, they will have rebooted everything again and started the saga over again with the 18th Spider-Man in my lifetime. It's crazy. It's crazy the deal. I'm not hating. I'm not knocking. It's just a long time, man. And you are, you're there for life. You're there for life. If he, if I don't know if Bryce has a kid already, but if he did, and if the kid was more than five, yeah, sure, they got to go to the minor leagues, but it's possible he could play with his kid. And I, I haven't seen that since Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. You know, obviously there is Bobby Bonds and Barry Bonds as well. So it's nuts. It's nuts, man. You know what else is nuts? The pandemonium over a star is born. So after the Oscars, I found it only right to watch a star is born. And you know what? When you're talking about overrated, underrated, and properly rated, which we're going to get to in a couple minutes here. You know, I think a star is born was properly rated. I, I really do. You know, um... Sure, people really loved it and all those types of things, but I think it deserved it. I think it deserved it. Uh, Again, and I might say this a good bit about a lot of movies, it's just one of those movies where there wasn't very much to talk about when it was over, right? It was a great story. And again, this movie has been remade a bunch of times, so that's another reason. But it's a great story, you know, 
Um, I'm not going to do any spoilers, but people got issues. You know what I mean? And it happens all the time in that industry, you know, things like that. So it was a great story. It just ended and I was like, okay, A, I never really need to watch this again because it was lightweight depressing. And B, you know, there's not really much to kind of dive into once it was over. All right. Time to get into the first overrated, underrated, or properly rated segment of 2019. I know everybody is excited about that. So let's do it. Overrated. Doing taxes early. So, you know, like I said, I do my taxes like, um, I'm not going to say an old person. I I would say like a baby boomer, right? Um, You know, I don't do TurboTax or anything like that. I still drive out to to someone to do my taxes. Uh, This place is in Vacaville. And my mom usually sets up the appointment. We all go in. But this time, she set it up, like, after my birthday. My birthday is March 21st, so I'm like, like, Mom, this is late. You know what I mean? We got to do we gotta do it earlier than that. You know, it was like mid-March, late March. It was too late. You know, I need my money. So the other option was to just get them out of the way. So I did them, I don't know, around Valentine's Day, maybe even before Valentine's Day. And I'm like, great. You know, now we're, now we're all set can just kind of relax, get these refunds, is popping. You know what's not popping is when you get the refund and you have all these plans for your refund. I'm going to invest here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And this little bit left is what I'm going to enjoy myself with. And then you end up enjoying yourself with everything and the money is gone. And then if you're me, I did it so early Now all my friends are starting to do their taxes and they're just getting their refunds now. So now they want to do all this fun stuff. I'm like, my money gone. (laughs) Like, you know, it's like when you when you eat right before your friend, right before you meet up with a friend or something and you're not even hungry. And then they're like, yo, I'm about to get food. You want food? I'm like, no, I'm good. I just ate. Then they order food and you're just salivating, even though you're not hungry. Like I enjoyed my food just fine. But watching you eat is making me hungry again. Like, I spend my money, and I spend it nice and good. But now I'm watching you, and you hitting me up for drinks and stuff. I'm like, look, I got to chill. That money gone. So doing your taxes too early is definitely overrated. I'm thinking I'm thinking early March is probably ideal. You know what I mean? So you can enjoy it with everybody else because I'm enjoying it alone, and it's gone now. Underrated. Reliving the glory days. Now, speaking of money that was spent from my tax return, um, y'all may not have known this about me, but uh, I was a pretty gosh darn good inline hockey player back in my day. Now, obviously, I grew up in the Bay Area, and there are not a lot of ice rinks around, so there happened to be a roller rink uh, just over the hill. In Pittsburgh, California, I grew up in Concord. So it's about 10, 15 minutes with traffic. And I don't even know how I got into it, but, you know, I played from, I think, the age of or third grade all the way to eighth grade or seventh grade, something like that. And I was really, really good. You know, and it's one of those things that you always kind of wonder, right? I did like one camp on ice and it just, it just wouldn't work. You know, both my parents worked their butts off and the only ice rinks 
closest to us were in Dublin, which isn't very close at all, and in Oakland, which isn't that close either when, we're t- when you're talking about games on weekdays and practices on weekdays and things like that after your parents have worked a full day of, uh, on their job. So it just kind of went away. But, you know, with 2019 starting, I've been thinking about a bunch of different things going on in my mind and in my life and things like that. I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to get back into some of the things I've been good at. You know, like I play basketball a lot. But the thing about basketball is that there's just certain limitations, right? Like I'm good at what I do. But at the end of the day, if I'm on a team with a bunch of guys my height and everybody else is 6'2 to 6'4, we going to lose. Like we going to lose. So, so it's tough, you know. That's the good thing about basketball. It's very humbling at times. That you know, I could show up on one day and be the first option and and feel great. Then I could show up on, you know, a Saturday or like a prime time day and be nervous to be the fourth or fifth option and be scared to shoot. You know, so I do enjoy it. It's just good to also train different muscles in your body, you know, now that I have, you know, I'll be 29 in a couple weeks and so I'm basically 40, you know, so it's good to train different muscles and just do different things. You know, you don't want to hit the same uh, bones and muscles every single day. That's just not very healthy. So long story short or long story longer, I'm in an inline hockey league, you know, and it's funny because I had no clue like what I actually had left because it's been over 10 years and I'm talking about big game to my girlfriend you know I'm just like yeah you know your boy was dope back in the day like it you know it really could have went down if like inline hockey was really a thing like that or if I had trans transferred over to ice you know you really never know and she's like yeah you know I bet you know like I don't know you know I gotta see for myself so I go to get all the gear you know my skates my things like that and where the inline hockey rink is uh, there's a store connected to it so the store, I go in, and this is like uh, like top-of-the-line store because it's really for ice hockey, um, but they do inline hockey stuff as well. And we get in there, and the guy that's been working with me to get my skates and things like that, so she's with me. The guy that's been working with me to get my skates and things like that, um, towards the end of the day, he says, hey, what's your, give me your, your full name so um, you know I can get you these membership deals and things like that. All you need is your your email and your name. I'm like, sure. So I give him my full name. He's like, wait, Alan Styles? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I ran the program at Marina Skate, which is the rink that was in Pittsburgh where I was a baller. So I'm like, no way. He's like, yeah, man, I always wonder what happened to you. You were dope. You know, um, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm just looking at my girlfriend like, I told you. I told you the kid was nice. So fast forward. To last Sunday, it finally went down. You know, I show up. They were basically like, just show up and do this, like, beginner camp. You'll get to scrimmage. Then when people see you, you'll get picked up on a team. So there's levels to this, right? There's gold, which is, like, the dopest. Silver, which is you're very solid. And bronze, which is you know what you're doing, but, um, you know, you're just not super, super elite. So you know me. I'm thinking, okay, you know, well, I'm going to start in – you know, silver or something like that. I'll probably be in gold by, by the end of the month. You feel me? Like, it's really popping. Yeah, I get out there, and the first scrimmage is with people that are, it's like half beginners, half, um, you know, 
intermediate, right, type, some people that might play silver, but mostly bronze. So I'm balling. Like, they have to tell me at one point, like, hey, like, there's beginners here. You know, just do more basic shots. Don't fire them off like that. I, I had a hat trick. I was like, okay, you know, it's lit. You know, I, I clearly still have it. The skating, uh, I still need to get completely back, but the stick handles, everything was nice. So then they're like, hey, you want to play the game after us? It's silver. I'm like, silver? I'm ready for gold. But sure, silver will do. Played in silver. Yeah, it was a little different. It was a little different. I didn't score. Did not score. Had a couple shots on goal, but yeah, could not convert. I'm like, okay, no problem. You know, I I, I just, it's just my, uh, the timing was just a little off. The timing. So then they say, hey, you want to play another? You want to play bronze? I'm like, oh, bronze? Oh, now it's super lit, you know? Didn't score in bronze. Um, didn't score. Got a couple shots on goal. Actually stole the puck right in front of the goal, and there was, like, actually a small crowd there, and I just shot it right at the goalie, just literally right at the goalie. I was so scared to completely miss the goal that I just gave it right to him. And you could just hear people because you're not wearing a bunch of pads, right? Because there's no checking or things like that. You just hear people like, oh, uh, and I'm like, dang. But either way, I got on a team. I got on the bronze team. Um, somebody from Silver said I could play, but it never really got finalized. So I don't know if they want me back or not. I think I'm going to score some goals with bronze and make my way back up. But either way, definitely underrated reliving your glory days. If there's things out there that you feel like you used to be dope at. Um, a lot of things are like riding a bike, man. And sure, you know, I, I'm still working the rust off uh, in my inline hockey league, but definitely is nice to kind of go back to something that you know um, you you had skills at at one time and see where you're at now. It's just very interesting to do. All right, properly rated. Talked about it a little bit before, but in... Uh, more of a, a grand scheme of things. The Oscars. You know, at the end of the day, I really think the Oscars are actually properly rated. Um, I think they're properly rated because basically if you are conservative or, you know, I don't necessarily want to say Republican because there's levels to everything. But if you are conservative or really that type of swag, you hate the Oscars. You know, so that's uh, it's like half the demographic that doesn't even watch the Oscars. So there's no way for the Oscars to be overrated. And I don't think they're underrated because, yeah, I mean, they're not that exciting. I mean, like, there's, it's very long and, you know, it's it's essentially, what, maybe five movies that are just on rotation about, you know, getting all of the accolades and the awards besides maybe a couple random ones like best cinematography on a Tuesday afternoon before 3 p.m. And it's just like a random movie that you never heard before, like Isle of Dogs. And I, it's just the same thing with the Grammys. I'm like, didn't Isle of Dogs come out like three years ago? Like, I, I'm fairly sure that happened, you know. But um, so that's why I think that they are actually properly rated. Time for some NBA action. You know I got to get into the dubs, man. I think they are like two and four or something since the All-Star break. And they don't look good. They look like they don't care. Um, and Kevin Durant, and I have a Kevin Durant jersey, as I've told you all before. My dad trolled me. Not that I dislike Kevin Durant, but he knows 
what people think about Kevin Durant. So for my birthday last year, that's the jersey he chose to get me, knowing that I probably would have preferred a Draymond or Steph or Clay. And he just didn't get Draymond because he didn't like Draymond. And he just doesn't like the Warriors in general. So we got like the most detached warrior he could. Thanks, Dad. And it's too big. Thanks, Dad. Um, but Kevin Durant, it's 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 getting to a point where it's so obvious that he's leaving. And I've said this multiple times, but now it's starting to affect things, right? The way he acts on the court. If he doesn't get the ball, he's pouting. He's throwing his hands down. He acts like me when I get on a bad team at the Y, honestly. When I look around and I'm like the second or first or second option, I'm like, dang, these guys suck. You know what I mean? Like, that's how he's acting. He's saying things in interviews. Um, you know, I think he said, all we care about is playoffs here, right? Kind of taking a dig at how the Warriors go about um, their process. It's like, hey, Kev, that that process got you two rings and two finals MVPs. So now you're going to bag on the process. You know, It's just weird. And especially for a guy like him who wants to come at the media for digging into things. But you're the one saying taking these little jabs and saying things that you don't need to say to the media, and now you want to get mad at the media for digging into it? You know, he's like, man, why can't we just play basketball? Well, you're the one who said the things that you said to make the media want to ask more questions. So you can't have it both ways. If you want to be quiet and just say, yeah, we got to play better. We got to blah, blah, blah. We got to do this. You won't. You you have a gripe, an actual gripe when people do ask you other things. But sitting there and being upset, you know, of what the media asks, when you, t- when you say little uh, things with underlying meanings, especially with everything going on with free agency, Kev, you have nobody to be mad at but yourself. You know what I mean? And that's the bottom line. Look, the Rockets beat them without James Harden. D. Wade and his terrible-looking cornrows beat them on a crazy bank shot. Then KD took a rest against the Magic, and the Warriors blew a 13-point lead in the fourth. I really, really hope there's not another blow-up because this timing isn't great. And the way things are brewing right now, I don't want to jinx anything, but I could see a blow-up happening right before playoffs. You know, when people just fed up. Like, everybody, like, they watch film, right? They watch film together. So if we're seeing KD throw his hands down, things like that, that means the whole team is watching it together. If they watch film the way I think teams watch film, you know, it's a bad look in general. Stop pouting. Stop being like a child. Stop acting like a child and finish out the season. If you want to go to New York and care about every regular season game, go ahead. It worked out great for you at LKC, didn't it? Oh, wait, it didn't because you didn't win anything. You win MVP, no rings. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's so funny. And look, I understand without KD, we might not win either of the last two finals, right? Now, is that because we have become dependent on him? Our bench is weaker, things like that. I don't know. But he is also arguably the best player to the second best player in the world right now. So, sure, the Warriors became dependent on him. But it needs to stop. I don't need, know if they need a team meeting or things like that. Of course, Clay says everything's fine because Clay's high, and to him, everything is always fine as long as he gets to see Rocco at the end of the night. But things are not fine. You know, OKC is coming. They have the the the, the 
teams that give the Warriors the most problems are teams that have just three. All you need is three things: a good point guard, uh, a, a really good, a really good point guard, a really good shooting guard, and a big man. Boogie is not there yet, right? So look at the teams that they would have to face. OKC, Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Steven Adams. That's the big three right there. You look at the Rockets. Chris Paul, James Harden, and Clint Capella. Another big three. And yes, we've said it before. If Chris Paul doesn't get hurt, the Rockets probably win that series with Kevin Durant. So I don't know if the Warriors need a team meeting. I don't know what they need. You know, I don't know if they need to just go out. I, I thought they would I thought they would be having a great time in Miami. You know, it's like, okay, maybe maybe this is when the tides will turn. It's like we let D Wade get that W. You know, magic, we kind of blew it. Now let's reset. You know, Warriors do tend to play to their competition and they got a tough stretch coming up. I know they play the Nuggets, you know, they're actually I think the Nuggets may have no, I think the Nuggets lost last night too. So I think they're still tied in the loss column. But they need to figure it out, man. They really need to figure it out. You know who else needs to figure it out? This group of people have been grinding my gears for a while now. And I thought it was just a fluke, but I'm seeing it more and more. These people need to stop wearing basketball shoes with jeans. Unless they're Jordans. Everything else is un-American and ridiculous. It needs to stop. You need to stop wearing them, okay? I don't want to see you wearing LeBrons with some Levi's, okay? I don't want to see anyone rocking KDs with some skinny jeans, okay? Just because he's skinny, you don't got to wear KDs with your skinny jeans too. It, it needs to stop. If you wear basketball shoes, besides Jordans, with your jeans, I'm judging you. Just know that. I am judging you so hard. If you wear basketball shoes with your jeans, you are the type of person to Venmo request for any amount. Hey, uh, hey, Al, you, you, you did have a slice of pizza, so I'm just gonna hit you. I'm just gonna hit you a dollar or two. Yeah, yeah, the, the request is coming through now. Screw you. It's a dollar. I'll vomit back up the pizza right now. Keep your freaking dollar. I can't take any of your opinions seriously if you wear basketball shoes with jeans, besides Jordans. If you wear basketball shoes with jeans, your favorite candy bars are probably Paydays and the Three Musketeers. And Lord knows nobody eats those anymore, besides the, the baby boomers that I do my taxes with. If you wear basketball shoes with your jeans, you're the type of person that is still upset that One Direction broke up. Get over it. They're all fine solo. Harry's fine. Zane's fine. It's okay. Move on. If you wear basketball shoes with your jeans, you're untrustworthy. I cannot trust you with anything. Not with my cat, Shasta. Not with my family. Nothing. If you wear basketball shoes with your jeans, you're the type of person that thinks Remember the Titans was just okay. It wasn't okay. It was amazing. It changed lives. If you wear basketball shoes with your jeans, you're definitely the type of person that still says YOLO. Yo, bro, want another drink? Beer shot combo? I know it's Wednesday, but YOLO. No, no, yo, it's over. Stop saying that. 
It was played out three years ago. If you wear basketball shoes with your jeans, you probably think Lion King 2 was better than Lion King 1. Most people don't even know Lion King 2 was created. If you wear basketball shoes with your jeans, if asked who was the best boy band of the early 2000s, your choice would be 98 Degrees. And that is incorrect. The correct answer is Bass Street Boys, but NSYNC would also be accepted. So that's what grinds my gears. That's what needs to stop now. We stop wearing basketball shoes if they are not Jordans with your jeans. But that's all the time I got for y'all today. Thank you for checking in. Thank you for listening. If you've been listening, shout out to the day ones. If you're new, thank you for joining. As always, this has been the Styles Files with Alan Styles. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, the underscore Styles Files. Have a great weekend, everybody. And until next time, be safe, be well, be wise. Peace. <laughs>